like I usually get there. I think I forgot like one week. So we'll see. That's but right. That's chips right. fall. Chips fall. Just fall. Exactly. Right. Are you setting yeah. your lineup? No. Okay. Okay. Let's cap it off. Yeah. I got. I got. Yeah. I got. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yep. One. Two. Three. Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 237 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, first string in my book, Most Awesome. Thank you, sir. I'm no Ryan the Pine. Not Ryan no. the Pine. Nope. No, no. No. Either you. You're my, you're my 1A. Are we in the... To to go with the football analogy, are sure, we wide up. receiver one, QB one, or are we running back? Are we co- collegiate or professional? Are we running a little RPO? I'm handing off to you, or you're handing off to me. Oh, how do we good. how do yeah. we do this? How do we how do we align this? Yeah, I mean, so you're the talent, but I got the macro. So I think it almost yep. have to be like I'm a little coach, you're QB. Ooh. So I think we got a little, yeah. I think I'm a little Belichick, you're Tom Brady situation. Uh, I like it. I got the green dot on on the back of yeah, my helmet. You're the captain. I I'm trust covering you my there. ears every yeah. time. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting there. Yep. I I'm, I'm feeding it in. I'm just like, I don't have the talent to be out there and do it, but I know it looks good and I know it should work. So let I me like tee up what I'm thinking and you go execute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like it. And every once in a while, you're like, ooh. Ooh, yeah. You didn't did, you, you, you missed the weak side linebacker play. You, <laughs> yep. you got crushed, yep. Emmett. Get up, though. Dust it off. You, you build me back up. I love it. But, uh, but yeah, but I also think there's... Oh, my dots orange? I don't know. My dots are orange. You? But you sound fucking amazing right now. All right. Right All now, right, I'm, I'm gonna... just closing my eyes. I'm covering my ears. Talk. Give me a play. What, what are we running? It's fourth and one. <laughs> Super Bowl. We're going to run episode 237, and it's chock full. Guys, yeah, we're doing riff from the headlines. We're doing NFL football week four. Going to do... Mab rankings, talking divisions, going to do MAB fixes, NFL redo plays. What the fuck is this? I got an idea if we ever have to see this bullshit again. Yes, uh, we're also going to take a little peek into our Mab Fantasy League season one, get an update on that since we're the only two people that can actually see it. Didn't realize that. <laughs> showdown. We're doing top heist movies. And then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Does it still sound good? Yeah, dude. Maybe okay, you sound good. better right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. do that again. Okay, so do I sound better? But now I'm trying to sound better. Yeah, but you, this is culture. you're gonna get like fucking ASMR right now on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I'm keeping that in there. Um, None of it's coming out. None of it is coming out. None of it all. Say, hey, all right, from the headline. Do you want the hour part to start now or after we put down with our mics for a little bit? <laughs> this counts towards the hour um all right nfl week four reactions why we talk about that this week brother oh shit i think we're i think well you know it's week four of the nfl season yeah we i I think i think we're getting a little bit of a handle on some of our predictions where we thought 
things were. Maybe get a little surprised. I'm a little surprised about a couple teams. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I didn't want to start off with that. Yeah, so I think a quarter of the way through, whatever. It's not an even amount of games. We used to be a quarter of the way through, but we'll still call it that. Uh, I want to get a couple of your. Let's remind the audience of. Let's first say what we were right about, and then kind of give some things where we completely missed the mark on some of our predictions. I'll start off. Um, one thing that I feel good about is. And it's probably still a little too soon for this, but everyone just assuming the NFC was just going to be a cakewalk for the Buccaneers. And, you know, I don't want to overly tout that Chiefs defense or say the Buccaneers are in trouble, but there's just something kind of not right about them. And this also evens out with the fact that the Eagles are looking uh, very hot. So it's just like that NFC kind of cakewalk for the Bucs, but still, man, in that division with, the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints. So I don't know. It's it's weird. The thing I'm right about, like I still might end up like looking wrong because we might very well have a Buccaneers uh, at least in a two seed. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we were I think we were a little right on the NFC South as a whole, but really the 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 Bucks have really offensively just not have looked like you were saying solid. Like, I mean, it, it can't be as simple as like, Oh, well, they didn't get Gronk back and they lost a couple right. pieces of the offensive line. I mean, there's just, it just doesn't seem to be in rhythm. That's right. I guess, I guess that's what I'm saying. I know it's early for me. It's mm-hmm. just like, if you're, if you're crowning a team to win the NFC, then you're saying like, Oh, they have a real run at Super Bowl. And I just, I don't see the Buccaneers putting together like a playoff run and winning a Super Bowl where the Eagles, I can see that at this point. Right, I'm trying to see what we had. We had because that was when we did the NFC South. We had, yeah, I'm pulling up. We had the Saints. um, We we stayed away from the the Tampa Bay Bucks. We were all about eleven and a half, twelve wins. I think DraftKings had them at eleven and a half. We stayed away from that. Um, I I think that this, like, I I think we thought the Saints were going to be better than what they are sitting here at at one and three. That was one of the things that I actually I I hit on. I'm going to go with the congratulatory because I I stared down the barrel of a guest looked right as an avid avid Saints fan looked right at him and said had to bring it up. Dennis Allen stinks as a coach. Mm-hmm. And this club is going to finally be the 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 time where it, it falls off. And here we are, one and three. I think the defense has been pretty well. I mean, offensively, you want to talk about mishmash. They just don't they can't get right. They can't do they it. They can't get right. Uh injuries all over the place, don't really yeah. have an identity, don't even know what the game plan was before they went out there. Um yeah. Dalton kind of turning back into what he needs to be just to kind of get him over the finish line, which is you're going to just be a game manager until Winston gets back out there. And even Winston, you know, that what makes Winston exciting, it just looks like, you know, they have the, have the shackles on Winston, not kind of letting him loose and let him do what Winston does, which is just go nuts. And it's high stakes, <laughs> but it can go your way or not go your way. Uh, what else are we looking good on as far as divisions? Uh, divisions. Well, we sat there, we said AFC East looking at those Patriots. Yeah. Gonna fade those guys. Fade, yes. Feeling pretty good. Hey, hey, Matt Patricia, go fuck yourself. ASMR. <laughs> Matt Patricia, can you eat a bag of shit? Fuck it, this is me. I'm a fat turd. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good. I actually think like they've been in most of their games, which is kind of crazy considering like the level of dysfunction, no wide receivers. I mean, they're they're <laughs> Thurston quarterback. Their tight end yeah. not even really out there, like tight end injury problems to like yeah, actually commit to the running game like they wanted to. 
it's 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 crazy so maybe it is one of those things where it's like when we look back at it and we like finally like analyze bill belichick in these like last few years and and you start to like really look at like the cast offs that he's playing with you're like well wait wait, wait. there might be a little revisionist here history about like well he was a pretty talented you know like coach he just didn't have any fucking assets and he was a terrible at i think at this point the general manager of bill belichick is substantially hurting the coach bill belichick yeah because you wonder if it was almost you know not really well he was trying to look for the future right when he was trying to kind of groom garoppolo to kind of get yeah. there and then just had to like bail on that plan getting vetoed and then put all the focus on the defense and there was like a really um i know sim has pointed this out on his podcast but i was watching some of this game the packers game because you know there's only three late games on it who the fuck's watching the cardinals uh the cardinals panthers game but belichick seemed like really passionate in the game you know he's there on his third string quarterback like kind of like t- telling him like basically we all know what the fuck he was telling him it's just like hey you're not tom brady let's get over that right now <laughs> let's right, like right. not not get that twisted at all here's a mirror this is you like i just need you to not turn over the ball like you got to keep it simple and a couple of you know clutch throws and just running that offense and you really see the coach because it's almost like you know, what's better being able to coach this group with no real offense and running what your scheme is, which is a heavy running attack, mm-hmm. like trying to establish that and win games and almost beat the Packers on the road, which people would say in this top three in the NFC, like what's more impressive doing something like that, you know, what mm-hmm. he's trying to put together now or being Tom Brady, like going to what is arguably like one of the best receiving cores in the NFL and then like making a run to the Super Bowl and winning it in the you know, NFC. So, you know, I mean, obviously the Super Bowl run is deeper, but there's still really impressive stuff. That's just not going to be as flashy on the scoreboard right now as, you know, making a Super Bowl run. Yeah. So the talking, like yeah. The talking heads in the moment will sit there, but there will be a moment where, you know, for lack of a better metaphor, the, the devil will get his due in this and, and Bill Belichick will, Ooh, there it is. Ooh. All right. So now I've got some Mrs. B. All right, let's do it. All right, let's, let's do it let's quick. Pull, let's pull, let's pull the bandaid let's off. Let's do it quiet. Yeah, let's do it quiet. Um, the, <laughs> the the Colts. I think. What I think. Uh, you know what? To be fair, I think the Western Hemisphere is shocked by the Colts play right now, especially in a very weak South division. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is one thing, and you know, I was talking to a friend of the pod. Matt was over here watching some football. I still think the Colts can be one of those things. Maybe we talked about it last week, where their preseason extended to the regular season. But right. I mean, there was, and okay, well, let's get maybe we can get into Colts Titans right now. Uh, let's jump into it. We'll still talk. I still sure. owe a fuck up, and I'll I'll mention mine. I'm sure okay. it'll it'll come up because we'll talk about that game. Well, but, if it, if it rhymes it rhymes with Cincinnati angles. Then, because we had three dollars on the over, oh, three dollars on the over on that. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. What what was it? Eleven? Ten. Ten. Okay. We're still yeah. there. That's five hundred. We can you can squeak that out. No, it, it we confidently with, bid that. It rhymes with Miami Paulfins, but we'll <laughs> <laughs> wait a beat for that. Uh, yeah, the Colts. Um, okay, so here's here's the big thing. I don't know if you saw this. I did like. I mean, I went Titans. Uh, I think I actually went Titans money line on this uh, against the Colts. Smart. It was just Smart. yeah, the Colts getting a little too much love after that Chiefs win and the Titans uh, not playing terrible football. I did. Did you see the fucking call? I know I was texting about it at the end to kick this field goal. You're too. Yeah. So it was about four minutes left. It was fourth down. A little over. Like a little over two 22. Minutes. A little, a little over, over two minutes. A little over two minutes. Uh, yes, it was fourth and twenty-two. 
Yes. Okay. And it's a 60 yard field goal attempt when you're down by all this shit. Makes sense. You're, touchdown, touchdown. you're down by a touchdown. So you still have to, even if you make the field goal, you have to stop them, get the football back and score a touchdown. So my question is, are the odds really better for you to make this 60 yard field goal, have them go three and out and score a touchdown in the two minutes and change than it is to go for it on fourth and 21, fourth and 22. I get it's fucking a long fourth down, but you're, you're just, you're pot committed. Like you can't, yeah. you're, you're taking the tie off the table by trying to get like a field. Like it's just, cause in a normal situation, if there's enough time, like you're not, the field goal is not in play because you're not interested in that three points. Cause you're not interested in winning right now. You're playing for overtime is what you yeah, that That's a weird, that that's right. Cause do, I'm assuming they had all three of their timeouts and they lose yeah, the, they that too. Yeah. Well, and they lose. Yeah. See, that's the thing. And then they lose the two minute warning on the kick either way. So they lose that timeout essentially either way. So if it's, I think it's even worse if you have two timeouts, because then it's like, well, here's our game. We can't, you can't get the ball back. If you only have two timeouts, this is, this is the decision-making process. If I have two timeouts, I cannot uh, effectively stop them. Or if I do stop them, there's going to be like, nine seconds left when they're yeah. kicking the ball to me this is not you know and they're gonna flip the field this doesn't make any sense you're you're better to yeah. look all right exactly let's you do think it that, now yeah do you think the defense is stout now on fourth and 20 and they're really like playing the back deep at least you have the defense is gonna be stout as fuck when the only thing you have on the table in the next 18 seconds is a score touchdown yeah right exactly yeah you you can look to like the fucking bears like flipping around i mean it it hardly ever the, the you know it hardly ever fucking works like a fucking reverse and you know the music city miracle and yeah. all that bullshit it doesn't it's not going to happen it's such a fluke play so you might as well take it in and uh, there's no good percentage on any of it but you might as well go with the one that's like at least i can tie up the game if we hit this hail mary 25 yarder you know what i mean yeah it, i mean you're just not, you're it's not you're that kick- improbable yeah, you're what you're doing is you're fucking with the audience, like you're fucking with their right. intelligence. You're kicking the can on something because I guarantee you that the odds of a fourth and twenty-one making that uh, from like midfield or wherever they were at, or like the forty-yard line, better odds for that than making a sixty-yard field goal, forcing a three and out, getting the ball back and scoring a touchdown because you assume they're going to punt. So then right. you're also going like 70, 80 yards. Yeah, it's it's a terrible decision. No more people should be talking about this because it's an absolutely fucking insane chicken shit like just fucking take your medicine and the medicine is that fourth and 21 that you got into because matt ryan took the sack yeah right and that's it well and that's another thing the offensive line we talked about it last week the offensive line playing has been horrific but here's the thing is is now you're looking at this from the spot where it's like you, you if you're trying to get on a run and trying to build a little momentum i feel like if you kick it the rest of the like the rest of the club is going to sit there and be like, what the, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? Like everyone is, everyone in there situationally knows that they're paying attention. They're like, I don't know. This just seems like kind of a chicken shit call. I don't really, it'd be hard for the coaches to try and sell that decision back to the players. And then, and now you're in week four, you're sitting at, at one, two and one. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess we technically have a shot at the division. But if, if, if you're asking me to go out there week after week and really go for it, then why aren't you going for it, Mr. Frank Wright? Why aren't you going for it on fourth and 21 here in the fourth quarter? At least just sitting there saying like, fuck it, we're going to try and win, or at least tie it up and put us in a position to win. What you did there isn't that. I, I feel like 
the negative effect of not kicking it or going for it makes you feel like coach is kind of pussyfooting around. Like he's not into it. So why do I have to be into it? And I think that is a big trickle down factor. You know what the fucking insane thing is? I just realized this. If you, all you're doing is taking the win off. If you go for it on fourth and 21, then you're in the exact same position and you miss or you get like short, like you still have to stop them for three and out, get the ball back and score a touchdown. Yep. So like now you just took the you took yeah. the miracle the miracle comeback now becomes like uh, it's just I don't know I don't know why people losing their mind over this Denver thing I know we've talked about it to death and it's because it was Monday night but they should be losing their minds over that all right um other things I got wrong uh Miami Dolphins they're good I mean I don't know how it's gonna switch up <laughs> how much that was like you know uh to his leadership and shit we don't have to get in yeah. all the yeah. if you need the concussion stuff's been covered ad ad nauseum and we see eye to eye with most people's instincts with how that all went down but that being said like i wonder how good they can be with teddy bridgewater because there was some really impressive stuff i see with tua but do you see the dolphins sliding back from what they are is that all kind of tua or you know is it a combination of these wide receivers and then also their defense like and does bridgewater play the right game to here's all my questions packed together does bridgewater play the right game to take advantage of a hill i feel like he does though because it wasn't like tua was airing the ball out to him like there was a lot of schemes to get the ball to Hill, like on, you know, five yard less, like kind of just like little quick outs and shots like that. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is, is I think Bridgewater is like, like sees the game as well as a lot of quarterbacks that are out there spent a lot of time under good, like coaching post injury, you know, rehabbing from his injury. So he's seen a lot and he's a good, you know, effective game manager, if you will. Now, He's never had any weapons like Waddle or obviously Tyreek Hill. Um, and then with the running attra- attack and the spread run with Ed- Edmonds and I think some of the creative things that McDaniels will do to like really put like their their best athletes on 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 the right spots and in the right positions. Like I, I think like, yeah, I, I I think like he's gonna be very well suited to like, you know, take the keys of this Corvette and run with it, you know, or drive it fast. Um does it change? I think there's a little bit. There might be a little like it really. This will really kind of test the metal of like Mike McDaniel as as like a head coach. Really, I mean, we all saw his like impassioned speech, and you know, is it crocodile tears? Is it real tears? I don't know. Is it is it fake in the room? Do the do the guys that are out there that he's trying to rally do they buy into it or not? That's what we'll kind of see next week. I'll be interested, really, kind of see like if they think you know, hey, we did him, we did to a dirty or. Now they can all rally and be like, all right, well, people are saying like, we don't give a shit about him, but we all absolutely did. And you know what I mean? And you know, it's part of the game and whatever we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how they, like they, they push from, from that. Uh, all right. Is there anything that you got absolutely wrong that you want to kind of clear the air about with us a little bit? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, I said, I said the Colts, I'm feeling, I'm feeling not great about it's not enough. It's not enough. Sorry, B. Sorry, B. I, I, I'm not feeling great <laughs> about my lions right now. I'll tell you that right now. All right, let's get into it. Uh, I was about to happy. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Lions was my hot bet pick too. Had a lot there, bro. It's probably yeah. why you see we put, me. I think, I think we put four Mabby dollars on four Mabby dollars on it. Yep. That's why you see this little microphone I'm using made out of duct tape and string and tin cans, how to sell, <laughs> sell my fancy podcast, Mike pay for that lines bet I made. Uh, yeah. Defense, a big fucking problem. Geno Smith. I put it on text looking like Dan Fouts out there, just Ooh. torching and lighting, lighting everything up. Uh, 
Yeah, which is kind of crazy because we can talk about just a little maybe one-off stuff, but I want to talk about that uh, that replay of the third down in the fourth quarter, which was absolutely nuts. But yeah, they're, they're like a three or four times. It felt like the Lions were out of this game, but still at the end, we find a chance for them if they can just stop stop a single third down, stop a single, like when you know they're going to run three times right in the wall and they can't even stop that. Yeah. Is, is Dan Campbell a defensive dude? Am I missing something? No, I mean, he's a tight ends coach. And, tight end coach, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. You know, learned under like Sean Payton and, and all that other stuff. Aaron Glenn was getting a lot of heat uh, last year uh, as a defensive coordinator. He's a former defensive back. You know, the, the thing is, is with uh, Campbell's staff is like a lot of guys. He's a lot of guys that have a lot of NFL experience on there. Hank Frey, the O-line coach, is a former offensive lineman. Deuce Staley uh, is the offensive coordinator. And obviously Aaron Glenn, Kelvin Shepard. There's a lot of like really solid guys. We have Detroit. We, the Detroit Lions, have the number one scoring offense in the league mm-hmm. and the number 32 scoring defense in the league. It yeah, is like, like a, a update the audience. There are only 32 teams in the NFL. Oh, so the, that yeah, thank you. Dead last. No problem. The, the, dead last. Uh, yeah. Number one the, in the offense. Dead, mm-hmm. dead last. Number and last. Number, number last. And they've, they've scored 140 points. They've given up 141. I mean, that's how close it is. I mean, they, they lose 38-35 to the Eagles. They beat the Commanders 36-27. The Vikes, I mean, that's another thing. That's like, again, needing a stop in that Vikes game. Couldn't fucking get it. They just couldn't get stops. And I don't know. It's been like they've been beat up many different ways. I mean, Akuda has been good coming back in the secondary. They don't seem to have much in the middle, like stopping the run. Linebacker play, we knew – coming into the season was going to be a weak spot. They're really like picking on like a Warnier, the the corner, Mike Hughes that they picked up off the at the trash pile. Like they've just been fucking they just defense offenses that are going against the Lions are like, all right, well, we're gonna make this guy's life a living fucking hell right now. And we're just gonna go and just fucking go after him. It's crazy to see with the Lions offense, because we were missing Amon Ra St. Brown. Yeah. Uh, DJ I didn't Chuck realize was out. Yeah, when I put that bet in, like, I didn't realize that stuff. Like, that's just like, do your fucking homework. And I was just yeah. like, holy shit. Like, how? But they were still able to hang up 45 points without, I mean, it's really, that's the big thing that's get, getting overlooked. And it sucks for, you know, Goff, Goff, yeah. uh, 26 for 39, 378 yards and four TDs. Like, played a fucking great game, like, made some plays happen when they had to get back in it on a, on a bunch of different shit. I was like going for it in fourth and sevens. It just seemed like all fake punts and stuff. I mean, it was an exciting football game, but yeah. all this stuff getting overshadowed by the fact that, you know, they can't, the Vikings one was the only one where they, you know, I mean, they took care of business on uh, there though, but the, what was it, the bears lions bears was their win. Uh, the commanders commanders. commanders. That's right. Uh, yeah. The Vikings, but they came, they, it was only because they like fucking played balls out in the first half, the second half. It was like, back and forth it was like every other game it was like you score we score you score we score yeah yeah just march out but it was yeah it just seems like that eagles game like just coming back from these deficits and like clawing and you know it used to be kind of getting blown out and they're just like trying to get back up there and it's just it sucks it sucks to not be able to trust a stop on your defense okay so let's get into this play in the fourth quarter so seahawks have the football i believe they're up by they're up by seven right or they're up by up by three let me look at this 48 45 they're up by the Lions, yeah. The Seahawks are up by shit. I can't remember if it's seven or three. I think it's. 
I think it's, mm. I think it's seven. I think it's seven because they come down and kick a field goal later yeah. up by seven, whatever it's third and long. And they basically, they get a stop. Like uh, the line's going to stop. And then you see the, them run out there. The official saying like they didn't like the clock wasn't running or the play clock. What was the, what was the reason for running? Yeah, it was something, it was something about the play clock can start. So they ran the play, they hiked it and you could see like, it was definitely like, some of the offensive players, like the Seahawks players were kind of like, I saw a couple of the wide receivers like run and just kind of stop and look around. So it sounded like somebody was blowing their whistle, but the, they kept playing and it looked like it was an incomplete pass and they fucking were like, oh, big stop. We get the ball back. Now we have a chance to, to tie because we had just been the, the, the Lions were kind of like, we'd get within a touchdown. Then they go yep. up another, you know, they score and go up two touchdowns. And then we just kept oh, rallying yeah, two, back. two point conversions scored by, I mean, the Lions yeah. had 22 points in the fourth quarter and they yeah. had like eight points in the third. So it's like all these two point conversion, like climb back in it. In a way, yeah, they had to redo it. And it just, it seemed, and then they score, you know, they end up scoring a touchdown the next play, which you fucking knew was going to happen because if you yes. had to run it back and repeat it. Let me get this in real fast. Should I do the MAB fixes now? How I can fix this having to replay it down? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We got a rush order on this. We gotta I got a lot of money on this fucking game. Here's what I do. Okay, so let's say you have to run the play back. So whoever so basically if you have to repeat a play like if it's this awkward thing because this rarely happens like once every mm -hmm. what like two i don't know i haven't seen a lot of and this is all in perspective uh because it was so loud like maybe you're right maybe half yeah. the maybe, maybe yeah. a lot of more of the team did pull up but it looked like stand stand up forward field way to fucking blow it <laughs> super loud uh so i just think you right if you have to repeat the play it's just you run it with purge rules and the purge rules are for one play all fouls are legal. So it's just like <laughs> you get to, they'll get to run that. And if you don't, the Seahawks could decline it. Cause they're just like, you know, I don't want someone coming in here and ripping Geno Smith's like legs apart, like a wishbone. This sounds yeah. too dangerous. We'll take how the play resulted and we'll pass. But if they really want to be like, we're going to take a shot at this, then it's just like ripping receivers down by face masks. Like it's just, it's all on the fucking table to run this. That's the best way I could find to kind of split the difference and be able to repeat a play fairly. How do you I like this. It, yeah, I, I think you did. It's like, it Hey, great. let's, let's go back to 1945. Yeah. And just everyone just are clothes lining everybody. I, yeah. It's just like, really, let's figure out how bad you want it. And we'll figure that out for at like, <laughs> I like no. it. Let's go. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. So speaking of that too, the Lions underdogs at the Patriots this week, two and a half. Ooh. I, this is this is interesting because it's gonna be hard for the even though there is no defense, it is it will be hard for the Patriots to keep up. You would feel with the Lions offensive attack, but the Patriots do have kind of pretty good D and they were able to contain Aaron Rodgers pretty well. Yeah, this yes, yes. This is you know, uh immovable object versus unstoppable force right like these two things yeah. coming in play mm -hmm. did i get it right i felt very nervous i know i know it's so it's, it's, there, like, yeah. it's, got, it's just like it's trying to like trying to find a light switch in the dark you're just like <laughs> i think it's over here it's going to down step nope. slowly nope. that's, a, that's uh -huh. an outlet that's an outlet why do <laughs> you put an outlet this high i don't know why was <laughs> this up here um uh, yeah, so it's uh, it'll this really comes down to is is Brian Hoyer going to be the quarterback? We know Mac Jones is out, or is it going to yeah. be this zappy kid? 
Zabdog. From, from Western Zabdog from Western Kentucky. Did I get it right? Ooh. What's up? My my Trojans, my, my road dogs. Mm. Yeah. Fucking cashed in, baby. Oh, you did? Nice. Don't ask me, don't ask me about any other college. No. But that <laughs> one, that, that one I got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that this is if you're looking at it from the betting lines, like it's all like, who's going to be manning the helm because I didn't get the chance to see Zappy play, but it, I think he looked somewhat serviceable. I mean, it, it, it was fine. It, well, I think he's also going to finish like, like just about any quarterback could play in this scheme that Belichick's going to run out there. It's going to yeah. be that Patriots bills game that embarrassed the bills last year. I believe it was the bills where the Patriots threw the ball like three times and won the football game. Oh yeah. Well, that was crazy weather too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. definitely going to do that. And here's the thing. This is, this is, you're exactly right. You're hundred percent right. You're a thousand percent right. Because this is what Belichick is going to do. It's like, Oh, they can't stop this run. So we're just going to run this play or a variation of this play 45 times. Yeah. It's going to be fucking army out there. <laughs> I think it's going to be doing the entire time. Um, all right. Bill's Ravens. Did you catch any of this game, bro? I saw a little bit of this game. I was trying to, I was glued to the Lions game. So I didn't want to turn too much yeah, away I get from it. it. Yeah. I was there. I had it on the, uh, trying to figure out how to do the direct TV Sunday ticket, multiple screens. Fascinating stuff, guys. So anyway, in this game, mm. right. Uh, you did see that. So it is a tie ball game. Well, this is another questionable field goal. It is. Attempt. Yeah. Yes. That's why I wanted to get there yeah. or lack thereof. I should say lack there. So decide not to go for it uh, or decide not to kick the field goal. They have it uh, a little, like, I think this one was like the three, four minutes left, I think. And it was uh, there the ball, two or three hard, line, two or three yeah. yard line. Yeah. Fourth and goal decides to uh, go for it in a tie football game, as opposed to kick the field goal. Uh, Lamar ends up throwing an interception. Bills come down kick a field goal i have thoughts on what gets totally overlooked by this and marcus peter basically loses his mind and tries to like pick a fight with uh you know hardball there on the sideline what do you think about this call and we're pretty good at about this because you can't do the hindsight like so going into this play you're playing against the bills and i'm trying to load your answer like what do you do did you like this call? can you at least respect the call or are you just like you gotta take the three points there it's three minutes left your, their defense has played like shit. I, 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 I think he probably like run. I don't think you put it in the hands for him to throw it because the touchback is the worst outcome, which happened, right? He threw an interception in the end zone. So you give him a little bit of breathing room, not at the three-yard line, right? Because didn't they pick it off? Yeah, it was an interception. Yep, you're correct. Yeah, so then you put it at the 20-yard line. Whereas like, I feel like if you run this ball and they and you don't make it, you pin them at the three yard line. Like now, you know what I mean? I love the, I love that. Like you've got this, this, this optics here from, you know, trying to pin them down, I guess taking the three points is probably the smart decision, but I, I, you know, I guess why do we want to penalize coaches for going for it when it's like, Oh, that's easy points right there. There's still four minutes left. It's probably one of the more powerful offenses in the NFL. Like they very easily could go down in a couple of plays between Diggs and you know, oh. all these guys. What? Oh, you don't hear that? My ad, the ad thing kicked on. That, oh. that thing always happens. I'm on my ESPN page. There you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So just just refresh. I did look up real fast. It was fourth and goal on Buffalo two with four fifteen yeah. left. Lamar yeah. Jackson lines up in the shotgun, uh, throws an interception for a touchback. Uh so here's here's the two big problems. I don't know if we're talking about, I mean, we are talking about it. I want to do the little stuff and then it'll make my big fucking point and blow minds like I did with the other stuff I've been doing today, which is just, mm. I'm just 
cooking with gas right here just, yeah, from the, like just from the game and ship macro view of this entire thing okay uh so i, I think the marcus peter lose it can you cut marcus peters is he that good anymore let's just like send a message their defenses their defense their defenses have been playing that good i mean it's you know i don't think the juice is worth the squeeze at this point yeah it's like to blow up on the sideline here's what's getting overlooked right here is so you're going to the touchdown because you were just like you know that makes it more valuable so worst thing that happens is a tie mm-hmm and Buffalo kicks a field goal. Do you know why Buffalo kicked a field goal? Because they intentionally didn't score a touchdown to not give the football back. So we're overlooking the fact that Buffalo was did exactly what Harbaugh was afraid of. I mean, granted, it would have went in overtime, but you just kicked in the can as they marched right down the fucking field, and they right. could have scored a touchdown and tied it, which he was trying to prevent to make worse thing that happened was a tie, which would have happened. So you're right. just – it would have went to overtime, so you just had to get the stop. Buffalo did kick a field goal, but they kicked it because – um, like uh, Josh Allen intentionally stops on like the one yard line and then kind of takes a knee and lines up. So oh, Harbaugh okay. instincts are absolutely correct about the fucking yes. defense. And he needed to get that touchdown to at least like have to stop them from scoring a touchdown, which it looks like they weren't even going to be able to do. Interesting. I didn't know that. Thanks for educating me on that. I did see a lot of people questioning Harbaugh's like answer and the, the, the press uh, room about it. And I was kind of like hearing what he was saying because he's like, I assume, you know, in the analytics and it's kind of a roundabout way. But had he just sit there and said, like, they laid up, they could have fucking they. Yes, anything could happen. But the pace that they were going when we were worried they were going to score a touchdown, we yeah, needed exactly. a touchdown. It's a right. fucking touchdown league. It's not a fucking field goal league. Yeah, Suck they would have lost. Fucking... They, yeah, they would have lost by fucking, you know, four if they would have kicked that field goal. Right. But would have done exactly what they did. This is the toughest thing about being an NFL coach because then you're going to get nickel and dime for well, why didn't they go with this at fourth and two? Me, go for it. Fucking fire I thought, me. I'm ready yeah. to coach, bro. Fucking put me in front of a microphone like this one. Absolutely. Oh, that would we'd get some what's real. We get some real fucking. Oh, what's that Jeff Daniels speech where the kid? What's the the Aaron Sorkin speech that he loves where the kid where the, he fucking like unloads and because his viral oh, moment. What's yeah, a TV show? episode one. one uh, yeah, the newsroom. The newsroom, yeah, when yeah. When he says America's the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Yosemite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're about to go fucking newsroom all over. <laughs> from oh man, I, oh absolutely, absolutely. It's just like I, oh, pay me to win the games. Yes. Um, it. did I cut you off for another point on that game, bro? No, no, I had no other point. You nailed all right, it. Great. great, nailed it. Um, I'm all good. You, you want to touch any other game? I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I think I'm sad about my Lions. Sad about the Lions. I'm. I am not. I thought the Vikings were going to be uh, kind of a sexy pick out of that wide open NFC uh, Vikings tough hang. That like I think I put this. Like they just always look uptight, even when they're ahead. They don't know how to be ahead. Like can't Great get point. touchdowns in the red zone. You know, Justin Jefferson has a little like. I I don't know if Kirk Cousins is just like a super tough hang, but you know you know it's never a good sign when like you see the quarterback sitting next to the receiver, but the receiver kind of refuses to like look at him and talk to him. Like it was like, you saw like Kirk cousins, like trying to get Jeff, Justin Jefferson involved. Cause just in the sidelines, cause Justin Jefferson sitting in between him and Thielen and he's talking to Thielen and Jefferson's just staring forward. And it's just like, fuck another wide receiver that doesn't like Kirk cousins shit. Like we're going to do the Stefan Diggs, like packing our bags already. It's also like, I wasn't super excited about, you know, Justin Jefferson putting his quarterback on blast because Jefferson had a couple of key fucking drops. Mm. Like there was that there was that one in the end zone where the football was kind of behind him, but it was very catchable. And there was another one where he kind of released on the sideline and just let it fall through his hands. It's just like, man, you're a little bit more about doing the 
the gritty Dougie or what the gritty whatever dance it <laughs> oh man what a throwback oh Look at you. i haven't been tempted to edit something out in a very long time i would love to change that why can't i keep it uh, uh yeah a little bit more worried about um doing that but hopefully get it figured out but anyway not not fun to watch even when you end up winning a football game which is a good call all right uh mab ranks let's go let's do it uh division oh give us a quick peek on our uh mab league fantasy football year one. Oh, you want to do it oh ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh. so um i do want to say team yes. ma team one and team nine uh-huh. undefeated three and oh uh this week is this week is but here's a, here's what i also want to bring up yeah. team seven remember the the crazy team with the wild team yeah with Kelsey and CD lamb and all their stuff had Harrison, because well, it's just so it's just to remind everybody. So we drafted what five or six rounds. And then we, yeah, I think we did. Uh, yeah. Five rounds, five rounds. Then, yeah. then your boy imported all teams, all five rounds that we put in there and found a website where you could simulate based off of just like the top, you know, top ranked, uh, you know, uh, evaluators that are out there and then just had the auto draft. And then I filled them all in, put them on the ESPN website. And now they're, they're, they're playing in a head to head matchup. We're not touching the lineups at all, uh, except to just set for, you know, for bye weeks and adjust for that. No pickups, no drops, except yeah. for the only pickups and drops is that I take, I take that back. There were three Ooh. because the, the auto draft at the time when they drafted them, drafted free agent players that did not, were not on the team. So I just, they were kickers. So I went back in there and fixed it. Um, it. Yeah. I got to do it for both, but team seven had Harrison Bucker. I think their, their record would a little bit better right now. They're one and two, but they're, uh, they're the third highest scoring team in the league right now. I'm feeling pretty good about my team seven. You're right. This is just a yeah. fucking big old team six. Brandana is leading in the, the second division at two and one right now. Yeah. Uh, you've got some good quality teams in here. B. Wait, three, gonna... three and one, two and one. We're in week four F- about to finish up. So I think they're going to win. Just oh, they're a... about to finish up. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calculating <laughs> for based on tonight's night, uh, but you're going to win. You're probably going to win. You have a player playing team, team, team six will be uh three and one. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the quick look in. We'll basically, we'll do it quarterly, but we're setting lineups. And I guess uh, just to circle back on the rules. So let's say a kicker has a bye week. Uh, I drop a kicker and just pick up another kicker. Is that right? Sure. I mean, I haven't, but if you want to, that's fine. no, no. Then I'm not going to. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. No, if it, if it gets sprinkled in evenly, then I'm all about it. Yeah. Let's yep, fuck, yep. fuck picking things up. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's go to Mavericks divisions. Let's do it. This will be interesting. Uh, Cause it's not quite lining up how I had it at the beginning of the year. Let's uh-huh. just start at uh, let's start at the bottom and work our way up. I like it. it. That's sexy way. Uh, right now, the weakest division. I have probably the, the bottom three of these will kind of switch, swap, flop around. But uh, I have AFC South as the weakest. Yep, we're tied on that one. No, yeah. no reason why to. I mean, you got Houston, Indy is not look great. Jacksonville surprise, right? We, we could argue that we were fun. wrong on that. Yeah, they're yeah, fun team. Definitely. And then Tennessee, it's like this feels like the same old Tennessee that we've seen. Eight years in a row. They just big fucking snooze fest bore me. I don't care. You know what Tennessee does? Like Tennessee inspires you to talk about, hey, we need to revamp how we put teams in the playoffs. That's what mm. Tennessee does. Like every year, it's just like, we sure the number one seed should be like, they're always just like, we sure like, you know, fucking eight and nine teams should make it into the postseason. Like that's, that's what Tennessee is good for conversations like that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. number seven spot. I have the NFC South. Oh, dude, we're dialed in. Me nice. too. NFC South. Might be a little unfair, but definitely, I mean, behind the Buccaneers, you'd be hard-pressed to find a playoff team. I mean, somebody might sneak in here because it's the NFC, but, you know, we're talking uh, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Buccaneers, I think not quite as powerful as we thought. So if you have kind of just one team that's kind of, you know, semi-decent to good alone on an island, a strong division, does that not make, or however the Yoda way of saying that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with okay. you. Great talk. Uh, you're right. Spending way too much time on these shit yep. divisions. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, NFC West is my sixth spot. Dude, we are we are simpatico. Yes. Look at that. Buddy. I, I I thought this is the one that we might have the, our first difference on, but I'm glad you're seeing it because I I do not like this division. Obviously, yeah. I think you know Seattle's got some weird wins, and yeah, they're making a big deal about Geno Smith, and um, I'm very excited for Kranz Hopper to get fired because I think it's gonna, <laughs> I think it's going to end badly. We all knew it was bad. Everyone got he, everyone. He's so cool, and he looks like fucking Ryan Gosling, and yeah. that fucking Steve Carell movie. I get yep. it, but guess yeah. what? I'm not Emma Stone. I'm not gonna get Dang. fucked by this guy. <laughs> nice, bro. Did I take that out that too one? far? Yeah, no, no, no that was, that was not, good. That was yeah, really thanks, good. Man. That's thanks, really bro. good, bro. Thanks, bro. Really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Did you see they kind of uh, got into it a little bit on the sideline? No, why? Why is week four all about getting into the sideline? I don't, man. You cannot show up your coach it was just like Mm -mm. like murray was i think they had to burn a timeout that murray wanted and like murray was just like like signaling his helmet like i think maybe like get the play in and it's just like and then you go to cram crapple hopper and he was just like i fucking know like you see him but it's just like seeing yeah seeing that like fight between it's like because you don't see that in the league it's a really tough look you see that kind of basketball sometimes rolling eyes but football like you really it's so preventable to show mm-hmm. that riff and it seems like kind of like a blue wall of silence thing where it's just like we're not going to show this riff so to kind of let that go it's just like not a good side okay it's nfc west we see eye to eye that sixth all right uh fifth seed i have the nfc north god damn dude we are dialed in bottoms up let's go awesome Fuck yes uh, yeah this probably be a little higher if the lions had a few more wins i think everyone's probably still thinking bears one of the bottom teams even though you know, they ripped off that 49ers win, which is a little shocking, and they beat a Texans team. But it looks like they have one game plan in that. You said AFC North or NFC North? NFC North. Oh, I thought you said AFC North. I had, a, uh, I had AFC North in the in my five spot. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I have the NFC North, and I kind of went through that song and dance. I have the AFC yeah, yeah, yeah. North a little higher. Make your case for the five, speed, uh, five seed for AFC North. Just because I didn't like the bottom half of – I know Cincinnati's 2-2 two and two right now, but I really have not liked the way that they played. I like – uh, I do not like what I've seen out of Pittsburgh with the defense. It's going to keep them in there, but we, we, we've been talking about them. Baltimore, the defense is a little sus, as we talked about. And then Cleveland, I just don't really know what Cleveland's going to be all about. And, you know, hats off to Brissett, but keeping them alive. But maybe they got a little punch, but then you have to factor in the Miles Garrett, like one game injury, and hopefully that doesn't take him out for longer, crash in his car. I just didn't, I'm just, this team is kind of murky to me. All right, it's murky. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I'm gonna give the pros for them when uh because they're quite a bit higher in my list. So I'll wait till we get up to where I have them to give the pros on it. Uh, mm. who do you have in your um four seat? I have the AFC East. Maybe I'm a little low on that, but uh I, I really downgraded Miami after the two a thing and then the Jets and then New England. I really just thought it was the the Bills. Maybe you're maybe you have them up higher. Uh AFC East, yeah, a little higher. Um, I have them in the three, but okay. uh yeah, I remember that. I think there's just 
uh, yeah, it's just the strength of the Dolphins and, and the Bills. Like these are two, you know, if you just had to pick the top two of a division, you're right. Like the, the two of thing kind of leaves a question mark on it. So I had them, I had them right there. Who's your three? My three, this might be a little bit of a homer pick, but I was like, let's go fucking NFC North. I, NFC fucking, North. I, I love the Lions. I, I don't care. They have a high scoring offense. They can't stop a fucking leg. Chicago's really the stinker out of the group, but they're they're going to steal some victories here and there. Green Bay offensively needs to get some figure some stuff figured out, but that defense is fucking playing awesome. And then you got your little Vikes there. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they got some things to figure Vikes. out. Look at those cute little, 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 uh, little, little Vikes. You're right. You did talk me into it. I will switch over and I will jump up the NFC North and I will put them over the AFC E. Uh, the AFC East. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. I did have the AFC West a little lower, but I know it's getting super confusing as we're just kind of talking through these people are like, who's what? So we'll just continue to go through <laughs> yeah. your list. Uh, who do you have in the two spot? I had the East, the NFC East. I like yeah, the NF- Eagles. NFC the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yes. I mean, the 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 we're we're all primed for the inevitable heartbreak of the Cowboys just fucking falling on top of themselves to fuck this up in any way, shape, or form. But yeah. but if you were to sit there and ask any Cowboys fan, hey, you lose Dak early and you're starting to be productive, your defense is not. I mean, they're still giving out some big plays. Trayvon Diggs scares me with a little bit of gambler's mentality, but you're rushing the quarterback. You're playing halfway decent. And Cooper Rush is, you know, basically keeping you in these games and and you're still, you know, you're still putting up some points and, and looking halfway decent. Then you've obviously got the Eagles have just been on fucking fire. Giants little surprise team. I mean, I do like Brian Dable as a head coach. A little bit of a surprise team. I know they really haven't played yeah. much. You know, and then you got the commanders. There's always going to be one stinker out of the group. Yeah, there's going to be one stinker in each. Uh, I'm going to give my, uh, so I had NFC East first. I'm going to give AFC North just uh, a little love, and then we'll talk yeah. about the AFC West and round it out. Uh, AFC North, I just, I feel like you could still have three playoff teams out of here. Steelers, obviously, like uh, dumpster fire bad. Again, rivaling mm-hmm. the Bears to see who the worst team's going to be. I mean, Cleveland Brown, if they can patchwork it together, I think, you know, they lost to a Falcons team that's probably going to be a little bit better than a lot of people were expecting going in there. Uh, Brown's team keeps it together long enough, gets Watson back when they're 500. I don't know. That could be scary. The Bengals kind of seem to be at least trending in the right direction. And Baltimore Ravens has a possible MVP candidate, Lamar Jackson, even though their defense is a little suspect. I think we could have an honest three playoff teams out of there. So if you got three playoff teams as a possibility, you got to be in the top half of my divisions. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Absolutely. I just, I'm not, I'm not vibing on what Cincinnati is, is, what sure, the, what yeah. showing us. And you, you, I really don't like. Yeah, don't you're like absolutely it. right. Like, I, I think I'm I'm doing a little not recency bias, but probably last season bias, where it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, it seems like once they get cooking, like they can really take over. So it'll be, it'll be, yeah. I mean, time will tell on those guys, but I'm I'm not quite tossing in the towel on those Cincinnati Bengals being one of the top four teams in the league. Yeah, I do feel like one of those teams is going to come in there, and you're gonna be like, ooh, that's a scary matchup in the playoffs, and just get dusted. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. it's one of those things like the oh, don't let the Bengals in there. They're gonna get on a hot run. It's like fuck. They yeah, can't which they kind of had to do, right? Like who was their first? There was the Raiders. Was their first playoff matchup last season? I think so. And I think yeah, I remember I going with the right. Raiders over them. Uh, okay, and yes. so let's finish off with you still have AFC West in the top spot. I did. Have I, to, I dropped the AFC West all the way down to. Uh, number four and if you really put my feet to the fire i might put the afc west behind the nfc north yeah i don't know like if just like toe to toe and it you know this is taking in like kind of the just the injury luck 
injury bad luck of the Chargers. And then, you know, it's watching that Broncos Raiders game. It's just kind of seemed like two teams that didn't have four quarters of football in them. So you really mm. just kind of have the chiefs on an Island by themselves. And then, I don't know. I just, I obviously the Broncos, not the juggernaut we feared. And it's like the Raiders still kind of seem like a middling, just kind of average team. Why do you still have them in your top spot? Uh, probably I'm putting too much strength in the division on obviously, you know, probably the the best team in the, the the league right now with the Chiefs. Yeah. Probably giving a little bit too much uh credence to the Chargers of, you know, their abilities to be a halfway decent ball club. I still I know they lost Bosa. Yeah, you probably the Raiders I think are just in trouble. I don't know. Somebody needs to take some sage through Las Vegas and just like cleanse <laughs> purge that. Yeah, people have been saying seance. that for years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're right. The yeah, yeah. I guess I, I think I've just put too much weight in the Chiefs because yeah, it was fair. The, the the Broncos are are fucking awful to watch, and it's like so bad. You know what's really fucking annoying about? And I don't know if anyone's brought this up about that now. Now the Subway sandwich uh, commercial from uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, it makes me sad. Tell your story. It makes you sad, right? But did yeah, you know, like sad. you. You know how he said, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to make you say it. No. You know how he says, he's like, it's spicy. Yeah. It's not, but the sandwich is not spicy. There's no, there's nothing spicy in it whatsoever. It's got no. banana peppers on it. There's, it's got like salami. There's nothing spicy about it. So I don't what know if I've t- said this. Yeah. I was, why texting. are we calling it the, the, the danger witch? Why? Yeah. Why, uh, Russell? Why? First off, it makes me not like Subway for putting him in that position. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the spicy. It's just like it, like he's trying too hard, and it's weird to try this hard. Like you know, Aaron Rodgers is a prick, and he likes to be kind of arrogant and just like be aloof, and he's into that, and he digs it, and it's easy to hate and be like, "Go fuck yourself." Like I don't know. For me, Russell Wilson has like crossed into like some atmosphere where he like doesn't even know better, like where he just seems like a big kid or something. It's kind of like it's almost like a a social unawareness and at a fame level that he's at and with his access to us through social media, like it's really, and I'm not talking about like, you know, we talk about just like the being completely Mm -hmm. like honestly going nuts, like Antonio Brown. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like this just kind of like socially awkward person where I, where I think like the backlash like hurts his feelings. Like, I think like he legit, like a, a, a Kevin Durant thing, but like, but like a more innocent Kevin Durant. Yes. Where like he really cares. Yeah. No, I, I, I get what you're, I, I hear what you're saying with the innocence. Cause there is like a naivety about this, but, but he released this, right? I mean, he put it out there. I know wow. that's what, what, that's what's what, what's crazy. what, what the thing, like what, what, what's the upside to this? Who's going, Hey, this is, this is kind of funny to get another B roll footage. It's like, Oh, you you don't understand the let's ride thing. They're making fun of you because they think you're a cheese dick. It's like yeah. the fat kid at you know yeah, at exactly at, lunch, at recess. We're like, oh, I better make fun of myself before they do it. It's like, why you don't have to? You know, no, what I mean? yeah. It's it's asking it's asking the like the dorky kid in class that doesn't have any friends that makes the really funny face and makes his face turn red until he passes out, and then like you know like the bully just asks him to do it like four times in a row, and the dork kid thinks he's like being like I'm one of you. Part of the yes. Joke. Yeah, and it's just like, and you can tell it's just like it's hurtful. Watch, that's where Russell Wilson is at for me, level wise. Man, good luck, Denver. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Um, all right, Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. 
so let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me and we just disagree Bro, Neapolitan Showdown, best heist movies. This is my genre, bro. We're in my area right now. I agree with you. I started writing down movies, and I was like, yeah, that's a heist movie. And I was like, you know what? I like heist movies. This oh, might good. be my thing, dude. Yeah. I like yeah. all these movies I very much like. Yeah, my uh, my Constellation bracket started getting pretty full because I would just be like, oh, yes. that movie. And then I was like, ooh, a lot of movies were kind of hanging out in the third spot, and then would get kicked off to the console as like new ones came up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize my number two until the very end. But there was a, there's a movie on here. So I like Place Beyond the Pines, which made me how to kind of draw a line in the sand. I also had Snatch. And okay. these two movies, not heist. I didn't really think about it. Like Place Beyond the Pines has a bank robbery in it, but it's not like a heist. For a heist, I need to see the plan. A plan has to be a big, I'm not saying it has to be like, you know, the rising action of like the second act is going to it. And that's what we're actually seeing before the third act, but it has to be a big part. And, you know, the heist and snatch that kind of happens like in the very beginning. And then it's kind of, you know, about like the boxer and more about like a, like a double cross than it is like a heist. Can you feel me? Yes. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Cause the, it's funny that you mentioned place beyond the pine. Cause that movie that my, that movie stuck with me in a very like weird place. Yeah, watching it, I'm trying to remember who was the, I bought somebody's album just because of it. It's the, it's it's a uh, Ben shit. What the fuck is his name? I'm trying to look it up right oh, now. Music, some jams. Bon Iver, Bon Iver. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's the song. I bought the whole album because there's like a few of those songs in there, just because of that movie. And then the whole like story of like Ryan Gosling like getting all tatted up if you heard the story he gets all tatted up and he really regrets it like yeah. in real life because like this is a weird character choice and the director's like no go with it because that's what the whole character is about it's like regretting like all these shit decisions that he makes yeah exactly yeah he went to the makeup chair got like just weird tattoos on his face and stuff it's just like yeah. i kind of feel dumb and they're just like no looks that, i'm glad you like that movie uh anyway, do, we yeah. dedicate a whole pod to that place me on the pines it may be podcast recommended check it out oh. we're going to talk about other movies number three spot uh my heist movie heist has to go down this is obviously one of those movies that are building up to the uh we get a couple of different heists on this i think a good like blueprint for a heist movie too is you kind of uh what's up no, no i was just gonna point to you go go for it oh yeah, yeah. Uh, someone yeah. is trying to kidnap you <laughs> just like somebody like, like, yeah. yeah. just like yeah. oh but like, I, I see i see what he sees um yeah like you have the heist at the beginning kind of set the rules and then you're building up to like the master heist my number three spot is dinner thieves this one new on the scene Oh, I don't think I've seen this. Eduard Butler uh, definitely rips off a blueprint from a movie we'll talk about later for sure. But it's got like. Is this where he's like, like aggressively Gerard Butler, like aggressive, like cop, like almost kind of like. Yeah, on the like, going yeah, nuts. Cop, yeah, exactly. Cop like kind of do with drugs, like boozes a little bit, uses the badge. I mean, still like, you know, fights for, you know, he's still like trying to stop the bank robbers. But, you know, it's like. Well, oh, and it goes it's, out does it kind of have a little? I don't want to spoil it for him, but this has a twist at the end, right? A little bit of twist, yeah. Yeah, but it's not like you know a bad guy being good or a good guy being bad. But there's, yeah, a little bit of a lot. double cross. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Just one of the characters that we okay. We're now we're just getting spoilers. Check check out the movie. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I think I can't I've seen this movie. Up. I'm trying to think. I've seen this movie. 
but yeah because uh, like there's yeah gerard butler was like a bit of a force because he's divorced and then he goes like walking into his ex-wife's house and like they're all having like drinks with somebody right yep the, yep exactly okay. i'm yeah, the same there. movie I know yeah, the, yeah, he, yeah yeah he drinks out of like her his wife's his ex-wife's husband or his ex-wife's Date. boyfriend's new glass like he just kind of yeah. grabs it and drinks out of his stairs right it's it's pretty it's a good i mean yeah yeah yeah, I don't know if this like was the movie that inspired Butler to get clean or whatever, but he looks, I he looks in character, like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a shootout at a donut. He's like eating a donut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love this. Yeah, you know this movie, bro. Yeah, this, yeah, great. yeah. I just watched this movie not too long ago. I do like this movie. I was going to ask you a question before we dove into. It. I'll give you my number one or my number three, rather. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I'm going with a classic. I love it. Talk about lots of little heists. Same in that bank realm. I love the two pitting of these two uh, characters against each other with Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Give me Point Break. Point I break. love Point Break. That's but here's here's what here's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Because I want I don't want to let you put it out there and then me ask this question. Sure. But do you value in these heist movies? Do you value one big heist, right? Or and like Point Break, where it's like multiple heists and it's like kind of crescendoing to the the point where these two things have to intercede and and or intersect rather. Yeah, I like uh I want the one big heist. What I'd like to kind like of like too. a video game at like I want to build up. I want to, you know, I want a little things like we have in what we'll jump into. Do you want to guess my number one? I feel like I'm gonna have to reference my number one like every time to get it. But I know it's it's I'm trying to look at my I'm trying to look at like my console bracket, right? Yeah. Like 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 baby driver. I like baby driver. Do you like baby driver? I didn't. No, you didn't like it. No, oh. yeah, I thought it was a little, um, it's like a little cutesy with our characters. It just kind of yeah. had some inconsistencies on who was on whose side. Like it just seemed like we had this fun idea. It's just like you know he's like singing everywhere, and it just it felt like we had a little bit more presentation, a little bit more sizzle than like the actual steak. Like okay. the actual. That's like, fine. That's why it's on my console bracket. But it's <laughs> but it right. but. If you're on an airplane, it's good. It's good watch. I just watched it on the airplane. That's why. I brought <laughs> yeah, it up. we we can't but judge movies about what you feel about on the airplane. Like most. Yeah, of the time, exactly. But I'm, my point yeah. is, is there's several little like things that the and then all right, we're thrust in this point where, you know, baby is gonna, you know, he's he's getting pushed further and further down the direction. That's that's why it's on my console bracket because it's it it doesn't have like this big thing that we're going for, um, like in uh, well, what's your number? What's your number two? Number two, uh, yes, much like. What we're going for, which would be robbing um, the Boston Red Sox stadium, was that Fenway Park? Yes, in the town. Town is my number two as well, too. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Yes. I love this movie. This movie is a fucking great. This is peak Affleck, peak Jeremy Renner too, right? Absolutely. This is before he started singing. Before he knew he sang. Where it should have been. Yeah, exactly. Stayed there. Tucked down. <laughs> I knew he sang. I actually knew he sang. Oh, do I know? Yes. Not because of anything other than the fact that uh, Barney's Beanery, they would do a karaoke night every once in a while. And me and Dr. and Mrs. Kamish went to karaoke. Um, and I tried to do Dennis Leary's I'm an Asshole. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. There's oh, yeah. a whole huge monologue in there in the middle that I did not know. And mm-hmm. then I was then I then I got behind I was hammered and I got behind the eight ball, which in when you when you're when someone's speed talking like a Dennis Miller level rant, yeah, or Dennis Le- Leary level rant, it's fucking hard to catch back up on that pony. And I just remember looking down and right in the front is Jeremy Renner, two of his buddies, just kind of like they were excited that I got into it, got into it, they're like yeah, 
And then it fucking froze. And then your boy had a disgracefully walk off the stage in the midst of it. And just they're like, all right, this is it. I couldn't catch. I couldn't get back. I couldn't get on the horse. I've been bucked off the horse. Yeah, yeah that happens. Yeah, my karaoke song, I always had um, LFO's Summer Girls, which has a little bit of that same kind of like pop rocket that play, like yeah. kind of that same thing. And I've definitely had way too many drinks while trying to do it and had the drunk confidence walking up there and then being so far behind where you're just like, you know, it's a bad sign when you're hammered, but you can still feel like your ears turning red. Like you oh. feel the heat of your ears like <laughs> oh, while shit, you're yeah. hammered is crazy. It's crazy to like bomb and karaoke so hard. It like sobers you up. Like yes. that is a, <laughs> that's a, I should be off this, but uh, he was, he went up and sang that night. He did. Yes. He did sing that night. He was like into it. He really was fucking, he loved himself some karaoke for oh, show. And this was like Dahmer. This is Dahmer. Like not not the new Dahmer, the old Dahmer. Because that's right. when he was at, right? Like he he did that early Dahmer thing that like put him on the scene. Yeah, cook with gas. Uh okay. Well, that's our number two. Let's clear yeah, off baby. some honorable mentions. I had the score in here, which was I love the score. The score is great. Ed score Norton. is great. Ed Norton's <laughs> fucking great. This has your double cross in it. This has kind of all you need, like uh, Edward Norton still kind of leaning into that primal fear category of just kind of like doing something you could never do now, which is doing an impression of someone mentally challenged. The, 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 yes, never go. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yep. Stop it right there. You know what? The, um, the old man who is i can he still hear the line when he finally realizes that danny oh that's the hardest breaks my breaks breaks my fucking heart yeah i watched i watched this yeah like three weeks ago it's just like that is the hardest part of the movie is to watch him like slow and you ever think about that too like overlook it's just like that old man is an actor and he's fucking crushing that scene he's daniel day lewis in that role like why why is he not up for like best supporting actor because it's like I believe that that old man is very disappointed that Danny wasn't who he thought Danny was. I haven't watched that movie in 15 fucking years. And I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I didn't know. I couldn't tell you. I didn't know what Robert De Niro's character's name was or Angela Bass or (laughs) anyone. But I remember fucking Ed Norton's character's name was Danny because of that old fucking man and the way he burnt it into my soul. How sad he was. Oh, God, I can't Fuck yeah, that guy. Hey, if we're if we're rolling back, Mav Actor Hall of Fame. That guy's fucking in first. Oh battle. my god, let's do it right now. Let's do it yeah. right now. He's in. What's his name? I'm looking. That guy. Up. All right. He's just like so he gets. I'll, I'll, yeah, you look him up. I'm gonna fill a little time. We're talking okay, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, audience. Um, I'm gonna put Reservoir Dogs on there. It is a heist movie. It, it is. Yeah. It, we totally miss the whole entire heist, but it is a heist movie. Um uh owen wilson the wilson brothers bursting on the scene bottle rocket this is another james Kahn. have you seen this movie i you know i haven't like this This is is, uh, this is another one where it's a little bit more like the it's more dialogue and like the owen wilson just plays like a fucking lunatic who really like is really unbelievable but it's got some great funny lines in it ultimately again a a bit you know spoiler alert it's from 1995 but a big twist and james Kahn ends up you know fucking them all over but you kind of love it you kind of love uh owen wilson in it you see why he gets in there and then another one on my console bracket that i don't want to because I, I think all the ones that are on here could potentially be your number one so i want to hold off on it yeah uh, but sneakers robert redford um uh, uh river phoenix is in this movie sneakers is a really good fun like ensemble 
cast of like kind of misfits all put together with Robert Redford leading the crew. I like fucking, I like uh, sneakers a lot. Yeah, sneakers is great. Um, I can't find his fucking name. I can't tell how like I'm oh, trying to look at his pictures, line it up. Damn it, That's I was right. really fucking. Do, do you remember the name of the old? I, you're there. doing great. Was his name Bert? Was Bert the name of the older guy? Was he's it? Gonna, he's gonna be in the old Warrant? fucking guy. The old Warrant? guy. I'm, I know. There's a couple. There's a couple old. There's a couple oldies in there. Oh, shit. Yeah, and this movie's also fucking 20 years old. Holy shit! Uh, is it really? Well, I wasn't wrong in saying I hadn't seen it in 15 years. I not. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I can't believe Marlon. I didn't even know Marlon. Marlon I don't remember Marlon Brando in there. Well, yeah, Marlon Brando is definitely there, and it looks like Ed O'Brien. Oh, Brian's his name. Oh, Danny. Danny's okay. Got it. So Danny's the name of the actual guy. Danny's the name of the old guy. Ah, so he didn't burn it that much into my soul. Then I guess he's a but oh, uh, but his last name is Souls as well. Paul Souls. Paul Souls. Oh, you're look in at the, this. Yeah, Paul Souls. Maybe what up? What Hall up? of Fame. Hey, you just you just also just bumped my MVP. There you go. Sorry to oh, spoiler alert, everybody souls uh yeah so paul souls so what is the well we'll post the mvps or the um we'll look at what the actual actor hall of fame you're, is in, a, you're in a good crop of people you are yeah i think there's like denzel washington um al pacino, al pacino. robert uh, uh robert de niro for sure mm-hmm. yeah i think meryl streep i think we had on there Mer- streep's in there streep dogs in there for sure streep dog for sure okay my number one with a bullet probably guess this and win it if not i'm walking with the category because I'm awesome. Heat, baby. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, number one. Tell me number one. No. Yeah. Uh, heat. I mean, this is. There's. Oh, that's right. Because we're in book club, and I sent you that. There's a Heat two. A Heat two book. Yeah. Uh, get ready for that. Buckle up, buddy. We'll be reading that. How many times have you seen this movie, Heat? Oh, it's been a minute since I've seen it, but quite a quite a number of times. In college, it was like a. We definitely were watching Heat a lot. Yeah, I think it was like our generation's like Godfather or Scarface. That's what I mean. You know, like yes, probably 10, 15 years before us in college, like you know, get together with your bros, throw Scarface. Scarface always on in the background. You're quoting it. That was heat mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Got De Niro and Al Pacino on screen in the coffee shop together. Just so so great. And it's got what we talk about, like build up to the highest. There's a little heist where we kind of really learn their skill set and how they do business leading up there, like a little like cat and mouse where they flip it and they actually like scout out the LAPD and kind of like get all the surveillance on the LAPD to figure out how they're dealing with, you know, one of the kind of early times we saw that Moose cooking with gas. That's my one spot, bro. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. And not to, not to nitpick. There's, there's, there's some, Whoa. some, some sub, some, some B and C plots that I'm like, Hey, this is a little fat, Michael, man. Like, let's take a little look. I don't need to see all about the kid and Al Pacino and the and the mm. fucking the his hey. girlfriend. Let's cut. We yeah, can yeah, we yeah, can yeah, cut yeah. that out. It's it's good. It's great scenes. Not today, sorry. baby. So the so the chicken was over cooked. Yeah. Um. I told you we gonna... hooked up, baby. You're gonna have to share me. All the bad guys are sorry. The chicken. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Everyone. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I'm going with uh, Ocean's Eleven, the redo. I know it's fun, but it put it burst high sea heist movies back kind of on the scene a little bit. Mm, made it fun. I like it. Uh, fucking George Clooney. The the writing yeah. is fucking unbelievable. Lots of fucking banter and back and forth, and it all leads up to one big culmination of a heist: stealing from the casino. Andy Garcia, star studded cast: Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Matt Damon. Fucking great. Even you know Casey Affleck, Scott Con. It's good. The Asian gymnastic guy who does backflips 
Amazing. Yep. All okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's putting the super team together for a heist. Yeah. It's just kind of yeah, a yeah. different tone, but I'm with you. I mean, you definitely throw that on, right? The dialogue's still great. There's a little like smile winking to the camera, building up the big heist. Has everything you want in a heist movie. Makes sense. I'm going to go with, I'm going to let me be the winner on this because yeah, he's fine. so awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Um, so there we go. I'm great. Uh, guys, MMV Sports Podcast, episode 237. Got an email. Shoot us an email at mmvsportspodcast at gmail.com. We'll keep you updated. Everything going on. Uh, MVPs of the week. I believe you gave it to Paul, Paul Souls. Baby. Paul Souls in the MAB Acting Hall. Where can we keep this? We got to keep this Hall of Fame somewhere. It's, wanna, it's on It's on, it. It's on. on Instagram. It's on Instagram. It's one of it our is highlights. On oh, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm Paul looking Soul's at Paul Souls' name right now. He doesn't have a picture, so... If any family members of Paul Souls are listening right now, okay, email us know. a picture at mabsportspodcast. We got to get up there. We got to get it. Uh, my MVP of the week, I'll give it to you. Uh, Survivor pool over. I'll give it to Erica who won it. Um, it's always nice to come in your first time. Any beginners luck. Got to get the vibe. Talk a little shit, and then you know you're hooked. Too. So we know we got him from here on out because she's gonna want to play because one the first year. So at least we know Survivor pool. We done. But took it down week four. I got to get that going back up. You think we can just get a Survivor? pool you you rejoin re-up yeah yeah for sure five. i think we probably could yeah yeah we can get yeah, it going again yeah let's do it all right uh baby sports podcast i'm brandana sign yourself off most awesome i want audience i want you to know that if i see you i will not hesitate to pod you down Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.